0: Good morning, everybody. Happy New Week. Hope you have a a warm weekend. It's super, super chilly. Uh, here in melbourne it was bloody freezing at the gym this morning uh, the weights like froze my fingers off uh but anyway i uh, got the week started and underway and um very excited for today's live and just to reconnect with you guys uh we had a, a wonderful weekend uh with mom and the kids we went to an escape room this um saturday just gone and escaped in an hour and a half instead of an hour but doesn't matter the people People over there were really lovely because obviously we had the disadvantage of having kids good morning Megan great to see you on the call so we're going to talk a little bit about well while when I go on obviously holidays and I enjoy my reading I um, I like to obviously highlight and underline things and have little aha moments along the way and I thought I'd share today uh, one of the aha moments uh, from a book that I was um, reading recently which is the leader that had no title by Robin Sharma and we can discuss some of these takeaways and dissect them in a little bit more detail um yes it's freezing outside but in my house is nice and toasty. that's why you guys are seeing me um in a singlet like top another one of my little superman tops from uh from my thailand adventure from my special shop that i uh go to over there so all right i'm just going to do a quick share of these lives across the couple of groups that they go into. And then we are going to uh, get uh, get the morning underway. And good morning to lots of Amanda, Katrina, Mania, Christine, great to see you guys. And I look forward to seeing some of you at the Masterclass tomorrow. Tomorrow is the Speak for Profit Masterclass here in Melbourne uh, that Francesca and I um, will be hosting for both of our communities. Two full days um, on uh, you know, how to and monetize your business through speaking. Oh, oh shit. Shoot, I just shared the live into um, uh, into the wrong group, but that's okay. It's one of my other groups that I not normally see. That's what happens when you try to talk and um, talk and type and do a million and one things all at once. All right, so um, yeah, so we're gonna do the Speak for Profit Masterclass. Viv's just arrived, and um, this morning we're gonna go print all this different stuff, as well as um, we're trying to get in contact with the venue to see if we can set up this afternoon, so we don't have to do it first thing in the morning. There's always so many things, video cameras, computers, projectors, uh, product tables, all this sort of stuff to set up. So I want to go there uh, across today so they don't have to rush in the morning. We can just enjoy hanging out with our awesome clients for the next couple of days. Awesome, guys. All right. So the leader that had no title. Um, So, these are some of uh, my top six takeaways and I want you to ponder on them um, as you start this week uh, in terms of where you're at, what does this mean for you, Um, you know, where are you in journey to whatever success means to you and how do you handle different situations and what could that possibly mean. So, the first one is, I'll just read it out, um, it says, success both in business and personally is something that's consciously created. It's the guaranteed result of a deliberate series of acts that anyone can perform, okay? So um, why I sort of highlighted this one and why um, you know I'm covering it off this morning is because um, something similar was said to me by one of my mentors uh, in the early years. I think it was like about the start of the third year or two and a half years in, um, and she said to me, You know, success is not a matter of luck or coincidence. It's actually um, a sequence of logical steps uh, that people take, and some will get there sooner and some will get there later, depending obviously on their abilities, skills, resources, all that kind of stuff, but it's available um, to anybody. Um, And This just reaffirmed uh, what she had said to me and that's why I highlight highlight it and I want to share it with you because I'm sure some of you might be at that early stages of your journey where you're kind of wondering, is this really going to work for me? Have I got what it takes within me to um, be successful or to have the level of success that I envision? Because everyone's level of success is completely different. What you think or want in your life will be different from the person next to you. And, you know, some people, it might be gazillions, billions of dollars like, um, you know, Donald Trump's uh, empire and other people are super, super happy and feel super successful uh, running a six-figure business, you know, and having time abundance and that is what is important to them. So it's a conscious, what is that? It's consciously created. And it's the guaranteed results of the, the result of a deliberate series of acts that anyone can perform. Okay, so um, the most important thing is to know that sometimes what how hard we actually think um, it's going to be. To achieve the level of success we envision, we kind of need to multiply that probably by ten times, and that's something that I picked up in the the 10 uh, x rule. Um, I think Grant Cardone wrote that book, and um, and you know sometimes we think it's not going to be as hard, but it is. And just to keep pushing and uh, creating those conscious efforts towards getting better, improving and stepping out of our comfort zone now coming up uh, as we're sharing some of these insights is going to be of course um some stuff around procrastination fear criticism and stuff like that and i thought all of these six really tied in well together to kind of go what is this what does it mean when this happens to me in life what means when that happens to me in life as i'm taking my steps towards creating the success all right so let's go to number two number two it's It's impossible to build a tribute to success on a foundation of excuses, okay? So it's impossible to build a tribute to success on a foundation of excuses, all right? So we all have had excuses in our life and a lot of the time we can use them to make ourselves uh, validate something or um, justify other things as to why we can't do that. Um, However, always the question if you are moving towards a journey of success is to remain solution focused and of course you can have days in, you, in your pit of misery and, um, and feel like you know, you can't do it because it's just all too hard. I once bought a book about procrastination but haven't got around to reading it yet. All right, uh, so, um, you know, what excuses are you uh, making up in life? The two biggest excuses that human beings make is that they don't have the time or they don't have the money. So next time you come up with one of those excuses, or maybe some other excuses, um, maybe ask yourself the question, what is really underneath this excuse? Because the problem is really not the problem. There's something more that's going on um, underneath. Um, So I'm gonna share the story with you guys. When I uh, had to make a significant decision in working with, again, one of my mentors, um, this is years back, Um, And I was faced with the decision that I needed to invest five times more for his monthly fees than I had invested previously in a mentor. So it was significant. Um, It's kind of like what people would pay for a year-long coaching program. I was faced to make a decision that that's what I needed to pay per month to work with him and uh, of course the excuse is it's not the right time because i was pregnant with my third child um so i was about three three and a half months in and i thought it's not the right time like i like i'm gonna have a baby soon how am i gonna focus on doing all the actions plus i've got two other kids at home so i had every excuse under the sun that um it wasn't the right time to start working with him and then um and then uh, uh, the, the fact of the money. Um, I was at a, at a point where I hadn't made hardly any sales over a six to eight week period and that can seem like a lifetime um, when you're in business uh, if you don't have you know that sort of constant um, you know sales delivery, all that kind of stuff like flow. Um, and, um, and of course, uh, the excuses of it's not the right time. Or I don't have the money it came up for me, and being a coach, um, I asked myself that question, which I just shared with you before. You know, I sort of said to myself in my mind as I was sort of falling asleep at at night, and I went, Natasha, come on, you know that time and money are just an excuse. So what is really going on? Why is what is actually preventing you from saying yes? And the little voice underneath all of that said, Are you willing to do the work? Right. So that was a different question, because if I was going to invest my time and significant amounts of money to work with this person, I needed to step up really out of my comfort zone and focus and do work and work probably 10 times harder to get to the levels that I wanted to get to as a result of working with him. And so, um, then I reflected upon what did I what has my past behavior been with mentors and programs when I do it? Do I do the work? Do I remain coachable? Do I get a return on investment? And uh, answers to all of those questions yeah, hell yes. Because when I know when I invest the time and money and I'm getting help from someone, I'm going to do what they say, and um. And so um, knowing that, that, I go, I know it's not the ideal time, but you're also kind of in a bit painful position whereas you're the only breadwinner. So if you don't commit to this journey, that could mean in six months time that, um, you know, someone has to go get a job in order for this third child to be supported and all this sort of stuff because it wasn't, the business was not making, um, you know, the, the revenue where I wanted it to be. So I took the leap of faith. And I said, yes, I will work with this particular mentor. Um, you know, remove the core excuses of all those surface excuses that it's not the right time or not, you know, I don't have the money. And um, as a result of taking this leap of faith, because it was a leap of faith, you don't know how things are going to turn out. You don't know if you're going to get your return of investment. You just got to trust yourself, you're going to do the work, right? And that you're going to follow through. So, um, the, the, the point is that I did do the work it was bloody hard because I was pregnant and I wasn't getting any smaller. Started growing, you know, the baby more and more in my tummy and um, just kept getting out there and doing things and um, and pushing. Uh, the first eight days, um, I made $80,000 in sales in the first eight weeks. Um, we did $250,000 uh, by remaining coachable, doing all the work. And of course, as I had the third child, I was able to transition fully from doing one-on-one work to -to one-to-many work. So in hindsight, but we don't have the luxury of hindsight guys, right? We have to be brave to step out and back ourselves and know that we're gonna do the work and actually do the work. Like what I said in the earlier point is the guaranteed results of a a deliberate series of acts that anyone can perform, right? Just like when I teach my guys, um, to author their books, their very first books, you know, they're taking a leap of faith, you know, um, uh, into the journey, not knowing how it's gonna unfold, but I say, if you know you're gonna do the work, you know, you don't have to worry about time or money, it's gonna happen because um, everyone who puts in the work gets rewarded at the end of the day, okay? The right type of stuff, and this is why we hire mentors is to do the right things and not waste time on stuff that you know is trial and error. So think about that. You know, if you're worried about investing in someone, a program, a person, whatever it is, you know, are you really stealing your own time um, and uh, making it harder on yourself to work out what are the right things to do? Okay. Morning, Chris. Great to see you. Can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks. All right, you guys. So number three of these six uh, insights is focus. Married with time produces mastery. So okay, focus married with time. Focus married with time produces mastery. So if you're early on in your journey, you could be doing uh, many things and feel like you're uh, stretched left, right, center, up, and down. Uh, but I have some good news for you because the more you figure out things that work for you, and consciously declutter the things that don't, um, you are going to uh, sharpen your focus. Over a period of years, uh, to a point where you can, um, you know, really just focus on that, whatever your one thing is, and um, obviously over a period of time, you will refine, 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 refine. Uh, sitting here on my tenth year of, in business, I can tell you that this is so true, and it's not as crazy as uh, uh, in the first two years. But focus is essential to success. Think about a um, shopping in a, so- a supermarket. And good morning, Sally and Lillian. Um, so think, think about um, standing in line in a supermarket. Um, you, you're there with your items and you're waiting to get to the cash register. Now, uh, if you stick it out over the time that it takes to get there and remain focused with what you've picked up and what you wanted, you will get there. in. in, in whatever time it takes. But if you get distracted by the shiny object off the you know, side of your eye and you kind of go, oh my God, I forgot, forgot to get that, I need that, oh wow, that looks good, I'm gonna go out and get it. And you lose your place in line, yes, where are you gonna get up? Good morning, Adrian. Um, uh, you're going to end up at the back of the line, which means the point here is get in line and stay in line, you guys. Of course, you got to pivot and figure out things in the early days until you find your signature thing. But once you find your signature thing, that's the thing. You have to even become more uh, of an expert in, more focused, uh, study more, like, you know, just the, the, the develop that deep uh, mastery, which is where people see the value and why they would hire you. Um, So, uh, focus is uh, married with time produces mastery. So what is it, maybe think about in the next um, week or so or review at every end of the year, uh, what is it that you need to let go of and stop doing? Every year I have done less and less things that I know are taking away my time from creating the mastery towards my my one thing, right? So what I do is I keep rejigging and actually make my life a lot easier. Because then the thing that I'm amazing, it also makes me feel good because when you can demonstrate mastery and deliver mastery to people, then that's what also um, makes you feel good because you're doing it with ease and um, and you're having a lot of fun along the way. All right, let's go with number four, you guys. Oh, here we go. For, this comes back to what Megan said before about her procrastination, but procrastination is just another form of fear. Procrastination is just another form of fear, yeah? So again, um, you know, you can self-coach yourself when you feel like you're uh, procrastinating. And obviously I'm, um, I'm, I guess, um, unpacking some of these statements from Robin Sharma's book because uh, in in a way that that makes sense to me. Okay, and how I could take them uh, practically apply them in life, right? So that's what I'm trying to do here with you guys today. So procrastination is just another form of fear. So, the question to ask yourself next time you're procrastinating over um, something in your life is what am I fearful of if I was going to step into this? If I was going to do this, what could happen? You know, what's the best thing that could happen? What's the worst thing that could happen? And maybe journal some of those things. Or maybe think back um, to a thing in the past that you procrastinated over. And maybe in reflection and hindsight now, have, uh, have a look at, you know, what was it? What was it that, um, you know, held me back? But when you did it anyway, you know, what was the outcome of it? So it's really, really, really important. I often share in my half day workshop, how the cure to procrastination. So I'll share that with you guys today. And that is um, the cure to procrastination is when you make a commitment to someone else. So what is it that you know you have been procrastinating over that you can somehow trick yourself into um, making a commitment to, uh, to someone else to see it, you know, see it through. For our authors, that is, sorry, i got it here in my, that's, oh, that's really hurting me. Um, for our authors, uh, that is pre selling their books. So on the Friday night of retreat, we've got their mock up covers ready, their payment um, uh, platform set up, whether it's a website or a PayPal button. And uh, what happens is they, a launch and share their book with their nearest and nearest. Now, when those people end up pre-purchasing their book, knowing that it's gonna come out in the next three or four months, what that automatically does for the author, it makes them feel like they have made that commitment that they're gonna deliver these pre-release, or well, the copies of the book, obviously, to the people who have pre-purchased them. That is pretty powerful. Every time I wanna create a program, a product, um, something that I want to uh, release, I pre-release it and offer of course a special price for pre-purchases simply because I wanna trick myself into following through. Okay, really, really, really important. Good morning Azita, see you tomorrow. And Stuart's waiting for you for your prep um, from ten o'clock. All right. So a lot of our authors are getting ready for this uh, masterclass tomorrow. Um, we have the retreat on next weekend, second of August. Is our twenty-sixth Ultimate Forty Hour Author Retreat? Um, and our fifteen authors that are coming along to that is—they're all excited. They're all being prepped and. Uh, having things set up so um, yeah it's a very, very exciting two weeks over here in ultimate for you know all the land um, all right guys let's go to number four and that is that criticism is the, uh, the defense reaction that scared people use to protect themselves against change oh some this hair whatever hair is in my eyes it just won't get out oh oh my goodness okay I think it's better uh, okay criticism is the defense reaction that scared people use to protect themselves against change okay um so uh, if I, I wish I could get there tomorrow so much value in two days oh Megan come for some of it if you can you have to go for all of it um all right so um uh, when I when we talk about criticism we um uh, a lot of people get scared of it, right, especially my new authors, like, oh, you know, what if people criticize me, imposter syndrome, I'm not good enough, um, uh, you know, the, uh, all of this, these uh, things um, uh, start to come up. And actually, um, the ones that obviously start working with me uh, kind of overcome this and do it anyway. Uh, But the other ones uh, use it as a way to protect themselves against change. So where maybe, um, you know, are you scared of criticism and are you not stepping into that um, in order to protect yourself from change? (laughs) I really needed to hear this today. I'm sure everybody, um, a lot of people, Zelda, say that... um, when i uh, do the lives it's often the lesson you need to hear and you know what i do guys often for myself when i need some kind of a message or a lesson i'll go on youtube and i'll obviously google some of my favorite people that i listen to um, and I'll just literally at random choose one of their videos where 10, 15, 20 minute video, and I just listen and I look for the message within it because I kind of know that I'm going to attract whatever it is that I need to hear for the day. So thank you for saying that. All right, guys. So last, so, uh, okay, so I'll just re- revise that one. So really, really important one criticism is the defense reaction that scared people use to protect themselves. Against change. And the very last one I want to discuss this morning is that jealousy is the tribute that mediocrity pays to genius. Jealousy is the tribute that mediocrity pays to genius. Okay, so if you ever feel like you are being criticized or feel um, there is jealousy uh, your way, um, just know that you're on the right path. Um, Every single successful person, the more successful they get, they will get um, either criticized or, um, you know, uh, jealousy, you know, displayed towards them in some way, uh, whatever it is, right? Um, Just know the best revenge to any of this is success. So do your own thing. Look after yourself. Look after your family. Know that at night when you put your head on the pillow that you have done the right thing by people and deliver on your promises and you have absolutely nothing to worry about. Uh, You know, as, um, what is it? Whoever sang that song, haters will hate, 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 and um, trolls will always be out there, but they've got nothing better to do. Like seriously, I mean, um, I have no time to even look at what other people are doing in their lives, right? So I'm just worried about doing bettering my uh, personal best every day and that I'm good for, you know, good for my clients, good around my family. And the people that I surround surround myself with are, um, you know, raving fans and and people that are going to follow and remain coachable with what I tell them. So uh, don't worry about it. Um, You know those people who have got the time to criticize or um, talk about others or be demonstrate jealousy um, are obviously not on their purpose and um, and want to you know on some way feel better about about themselves. And one thing I'm going to say is that the more successful you get, the thicker skin that you grow okay so um in the early days whenever i'd i'd hear something or Um, You know, this was said about you or something happens on social media or whatever it is. I used to be so distraught for days upon days, maybe even weeks. Um, And, you know, my mindset was not strong enough. But the more you work on your mindset and being in business, we know, is the biggest and the best personal development journey you can ever go on. Um, You know, you, you, you get to know how to... Um, respond rather than react and um, what you need to say to yourself and how you need to review it to get yourself out of it because you know that could have been a fleeting moment for someone but it could um, uh, leave a dint in your day or weeks um, you know coming up same thing you know um, you know people um, committing to you and then pulling away or um, you know making sales not making sales uh, all of these things um you know your how you respond to it um can be really up and down early in the journey but uh, and it's reactive not responsive but as you go on you become uh wiser you become wiser knowing that um you know the low times don't don't stick they stay around for too long as long as you keep out taking action right Um, You know, and you're going to have the peaks and troughs, but at the end of the year, everything generally will average out at a certain point and you can really predict where and what goals are achievable and you can set those accordingly. So really, really happy to to have moved past the stages of reaction and being able to respond. And of course, having people around you that you can also share some of your stuff or makes the problem, you know, what is it, a problem shared is a problem halved. Um, and um, often, you know, I'll just have a talk out with Stuart about something, and I never, 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 um, uh, you know, uh, react towards anything, you know, in, in a public situation. So if you have got something that you, you are upset about, that you wanna, you know, blow off, you know, and have a bit of a vent, who is your vent buddy that you can have that conversation with? And um, and then move on, uh, move on with things. Just keep thinking how to solve the next problem, because ultimately, the happiness in life is all about solving problems. Truly, what makes us happy is being able to solve our problems and keep getting better every single day. So I hope that what we said this morning has been um, valuable to you guys. Let's, re- uh, let's let's just summarize the six top takeaways from this particular book, *The Leader with uh, Had No Title* by Robin Sharma. Um, that I kind of um, unpacked a little bit for you guys today and then uh, then we can go and get on with our weeks, right? (laughs) I love these Monday Morning Lives because they really do get me into the flow of what I need to do for the rest of the week. So the first one was success both in business and personally is something that's consciously created. It's guaranteed result of a deliberate series of acts that anyone can perform. That was number one. Number two was it's impossible to build a tribute to success on a foundation of excuses. Number three was focus married with time produces mastery. Number four was procrastination is just another form of fear. Number five was criticism is the defense reaction that scared people use to protect themselves against change. And number six was that jealousy is the tribute that mediocrity pays to genius. So there you go. So those were the six takeaways from Robin Sharma's book, um, and my little stories behind it of how I've seen it, what I foresee. Um, I hope that um, you know you guys stick on your path, keep taking that action, and those of you that I'm going to see over the next two days, um, you know, ch- uh, turn up to play 100%, step out of your comfort zone. After all, it is the Speak for Profit Masterclass. Um, that uh, we're running for two full days over the Skyways, um, and um, and the rest of your authors who are prepping for the August retreat, um, you know, keep uh keep at it. You know, there are no free lunches. There's no easy magic bullets. We all got to do our steps, and as long as we persist, you know, it's afterwards. It's all about you know taking the journey. You know, the end result. You know, when you when you achieve a particular goal, last and feeling lasts for what uh, a few moments a day or whatever then you're going to get on and achieve your next goal so so enjoy the journey and the path of it all have an amazing week guys and i'll see some of you oh if you're in melbourne we are doing our next half day on the 6th of august so that's our next one. i'm actually at home and not flying anywhere till the 20th of august can you believe it i'll have like five weeks no flying i'm super excited um to set all of this up for the for the end of the year have a wonderful week and i'll I'll talk to you next Monday. Bye.